Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, it's the moment you wait for all week. Right now, as I'm a local radio free agent, this is the moment I wait for all week. I'm muttering, walking around the house, talking to myself. You know, I mean, it's, 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 I get bored with myself. Hopefully you don't get bored with me. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. Rocket can. It's a very good uh, way to get the show started today. Because we are the can-do show, right? We're the show since March that... Kept telling you when when there were the uh, gloom and doomers out there. Oh, there's no way you can have sports. Oh, I don't even know why they're trying. Yes, oh, we can. Oh, it's terrible. Yes, we can. Yes, thank you, Brock. He gets up early with us, Anthony, for a, for a guy who's semi-retired. Now's the time to say, yes, we can. It is. That's the time. That's what he says. every. That's when he gets out of bed. He tells Michelle, time to listen to Kincaid. He gets out of bed, puts a, cup of, a pot of coffee on. Or he has the uh, staff do it. And then he says, it's time to say, yes, we can. Now it's a beautiful time to day say, today. yes, we can. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful day. So much fun today to get the show started. Let's just begin with this. College football's been back for two weeks. But was it? College football was back the last two weekends. Was it really back? Was it? It sort of was. I mean, it was. There were college football games. So, yes, it was back in that regard. But let's be honest. It's like if you threw a party and you knew you had some A-list guests coming to the party. You're, you're, you're working PR for a major company. And you're trying to put on this dazzling event that's going to get media attention and stuff like that. And you invite John Kincaid to come to the party. Okay, you invite John Kincaid to come to the party. Party begins at uh, at ten, and here come down the red carpet. Here's John Kincaid, and you're excited. You're running this event. You're excited, but then you look at your little clipboard and you go, "Oh crap, Kincaid's the biggest person here at this party. This party sucks." And then the limo pulls up, and Dan Patrick gets out, and then you get all the clicks. Then you get all the media. Jim Rome gets out of the next one. Then you're like, oh, okay. Okay, this is good. The A-listers are showing up. That's sort of what college football was the last couple weekends. You're throwing this big bash, this big party that everybody's been anticipating. And the party doesn't really get started till Shaq shows up. When Shaq shows up, 
then you know the party's going to get popping. Everyone gets excited because the A-listers are there. And that's what this was all about. Yesterday, the A-list programs being back. And yes, Oklahoma had already played a game. And we'll get to them. And yes, Clemson had played. Yes, I know that happened. They had already played. But in all honesty, until the conference that, honestly, and don't spin it any other way, don't come up with any other, I've heard a bunch of people saying all kinds of different things. The conference that saved college football's 2020 season, the SEC, until they show up at the party, the party didn't begin. And yes, I come to you live from Atlanta, the studios of 680 The Fan in Atlanta. And so, yes, deep in the heart of SEC country, deep in the heart of ACC country, too. If it wasn't for what the SEC did, if it wasn't for the SEC rejecting the, well, uh, we have uh, reviewed the science and uh, decided that college football is too scary to be played and, and it shouldn't be played this year. We're going to delay and we're going to play in the, uh, in the spring. And the Big Ten speaks and everybody bows. Then the Pac-12 goes, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're going to join you. We're going to join you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the SEC goes, no, we're good. We'll delay our season. We'll delay it by a few weeks, and we're going to make sure that all our protocols are up to snuff. But we've got time. We don't need to cancel the season. And then the ACC jumps on board. Then the Big 12 a few days later, and the rest is history. Now, every freaking conference, every one of them. Oh, my gosh. Where is Thomas Dolby when you need him? Sons! Now they all have new science. Science! Oh, well, now we have the science that tells us we can play. The SEC was reckless before. They want to play football. They're all about money. That's all they want. And there's going to be body bags piled up on... And then what are you going to say? I know what you said. You said, thank God there's college football back. Thank God. Science! funny how the science changes when everybody starts making you look like a bunch of dumb fools all of a sudden well we have new science now that uh, you know there's been big big breakthroughs no there hasn't you're full of garbage there is not there is not but what you had to do is well we we dealt with some of the brightest minds in the world hey we got college football back yesterday and what i saw i'm not sure that i saw What I saw was very sloppy, and what I saw was college football from a lot of big-time programs that appeared to not have spring football. And since they didn't have spring football, maybe things there's a little bit of rust that has to be shaken off. It's been a long layoff, big-time long layoff. But what I saw out of LSU and Oklahoma, two A-list programs— And I mean, they are A-list. You're talking about the defending national champions. They are A-list by every stretch of the imagination. And look at their roster and look at who they send to the NFL all the time. This is an A-list program. And Oklahoma, look, no matter what you think about Oklahoma in big spots, and Choklahoma comes to mind for many people. I am not in that camp. I think Oklahoma last year, people are like, boy, did they choke against LSU. I said, no, they didn't. They were just 
beaten down by a far superior team. Far superior. But what I saw out of LSU and Oklahoma looked like two teams that weren't ready for the moment yesterday or weren't ready to meet the challenge. Or is it just quarterback play? Is it just the fact that you can't rely on quarterbacks who haven't had enough snaps, haven't had enough time to consume it, you haven't had enough time under the hood with them? Like a Spencer Rattler, Spencer, to be able to carry off big moments. So I start to think that. Then I go, wait a minute. Wait, well, now wait, 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 wait a minute. Mississippi State? I don't think Mike Leach has had a, a ton of time to be able to do these great things. Why is his team looking so wild and so ready for the upset? It was glorious yesterday. Glorious, I say, yesterday. You had noon. You had the midday games. You had the late night games. And you had, oh gosh, dinner time was awesome too. I did make time for church. Always make time for church. Jesus says hello if you haven't been lately. He says hello. He asked me about you. That said, college football's back. And I loved it. But I'm confused. And I'm supposed to be a guy. Look, I got time on my hands right now. Not having to do a local show every day. I got time on my hands. I'm supposed to come in here with answers. And I will honestly tell you, I am as as confused as I've ever been over what actually went down yesterday. Is it inexperienced quarterbacks? Is it... In Oklahoma and LSU, is it not enough time under the hood with these guys? And then I look at Mike Leach. And I'm like, how does he step in and make a program look automatically credible? How does Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs look like doggy do for a half? And then pour it on and flick a switch and look good, but... There are got to be major concerns in that Bulldog Nation today. There are lots of storylines we're going to get into today. And is the U back based on beating Florida State? No. Based on an eyeball test of an exciting offense that looks really, really nice? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm torn there. I Look, I'm, I'm being as transparent as I can. I'm supposed to have answers for you. I'm supposed to have the strong, hard opinion on what, and I've never been. My opinion of the day is I have never been as confused about what I've actually seen in college football as what I saw yesterday. So I'll have plenty of time to talk to you about it all day today. So LeBron goes for number 10, right? 10th trip to the finals. Lakers beat the Nuggets. And if you were one of those people, Damon Amanda Laura, I love D.A., one of, our, one of our faves here at the network. Even Damon went with the, well, the Nuggets got them right where they want them. When the Lakers were up 3-1, I was like, oh, my gosh, please stop. Stop. No, LeBron's got you right where he wants you. If you're undermanned, if you are underexperienced, and, I th- and maybe that's the more the key word, if you are underexperienced, and LeBron's got the more experienced club, He's probably going to take you out. And what the Lakers have done to go to the finals is incredibly impressive. And my podcast partner, Shaquille O'Neal, the A-lister, 
when he talked about these playoffs, this postseason bubble, he said this year will always have an asterisk because it's just like to him this is this just isn't isn't a real season. It stopped, then it restarted again. You had a, and I say BS, complete BS. I, I'm going to tell you that LeBron's first trip to the finals that he ever took, to me, is one of his most impressive. If it's not his most impressive. Because he took the Cleveland Cavaliers, and there were two guys that I swear he went by in a cab days before Uber and picked them up at the uh, YMCA. And he managed to get a team to the NBA Finals. His back was giving out on him by the end of the season. He was freaking amazing. But I've got to tell you, I'm just as impressed by the Lakers going to the finals this year. I'm as impressed by any team that punches their ticket and has a, play to play, has a chance to play for a championship this year by what they managed to do. Because I know I've had some time on my hands for like eight days now. I'm already a little stir-crazy. I'm finding things to do and... And have some other things that have come up, which is nice. So there's things that I can do. But I'm a little stir crazy. If I had to sit in the, and I love the Grand Floridian. Love it. It's awesome. Can't wait to go back someday. But to stay in the Grand Floridian for like, and just be in sort of like lockdown mode. Dude, congratulations to the Lakers. Anybody who tries to sell me that this is some, ah, oh, this isn't as big a deal. This isn't as big an accomplishment. B.S. It is. We'll see the Celtics and the Heat have game six today. Tonight, I should say. They're going to have a chance to stay alive. Celtics try to stay alive against the Heat. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Lakers Heat, I didn't have it. You may have had it. I didn't have it. Didn't think that was going to happen. I went with that really creative pick of the Clippers and the Bucks when this whole bubble started. You know, I... I I bet on Coach Bud, which in and of itself should have me put in for a 72-hour hold against my will. Celtics will try to stay alive against the Heat coming up tonight. And what? Entertaining hockey last night. Stanley Cup on the line. I will tell you that overtime in the Stanley Cup Finals, when one team has a chance to win the Cup, is about as good as it gets. And Dallas stays alive last night. Scrappy Dallas stays alive last night and forces a game six in that series, and that will come your way tomorrow night in prime time. I believe that game's on NBC also. Anthony, tell me you have put aside, I put aside my Vegas disappointment. No, I, I have not watched any hockey. So you haven't watched any of it? No, no Stanley Cup final. Okay. I can refuse. I just, I'm not watching. Can I tell you missed a little, though? No. It's been, it's, I don't care, no. I don't, you're just you're just being you're, you're look you're being petulant. I am. I get it. I am. It's okay. We're allowed I to agree. be. I agree. We're it. allowed to we're allowed to be petulant from time to time. I'm telling you, you're missing something. I'm you're not watching. Something. I refuse to watch it. Plus, we've got NFL football week three, which already kicked off uh, with uh, Miami and Jacksonville. Which honestly, if you're watching Miami and Jacksonville. I mean, maybe you're trying to punish your kids and you're making them just say, okay, next week you're going to behave. You're going to sit there and you're going to watch that whole game. You're watching it all. It's exciting. 
It's exciting. And be, uh, the NFL's week three. There's plenty to get to there. We are going to have a fun morning. I hope you're going to join me. It's a four-hour ride, and I hope you can stay as often as possible. Whether you're listening on your great CBS Sports Radio local affiliates, whether you are listening, let's say your station goes away for some sort of paid advertising show, or they go away for the Fishing Hunting Expo, or they go away for uh, Trader Joe's. What? Remember, Anthony, that one station goes away for like people are like a like it's like a yard sale show. You got uh, garage sale show. They're uh, antique. They're antique road show. Yeah, something like that. Where like uh, I'm I'm selling a washer and a dryer. Selling a washer and a dryer here, uh, three hundred bucks for the pair. You got to come pick them up. Like that show, if, if, if it cuts away for that show, go to the radio.com app. You can hear us. If you ever oversleep, you can rewind on the radio.com app and listen to the entire show, and then you'll be thoroughly entertained. You don't want to miss a minute. And you can always check the podcast at the end of the day yes. as well on cbssportsradio.com, the weekend page. See? You Jog do a great job of that. There you go. There you go. All right. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS, sponsored by Geico. You know right now Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more today, especially if you have a teenager you have to add to your auto insurance. You might want to make that call. It's a great idea. All right, we got a lot coming up for you, and I hope you're going to hang out with me all day long. Coming up, is it too early to shovel dirt on the graves of 0-2 teams in the NFL? I think my answer is going to surprise you. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. He really wants to hear from you, even if he doesn't always act like it. Call the John Kincaid Show now at 855-212-4CBS. Debbie Harry, eh? Little Blondie, are you an appreciative of Blondie there at all, Anthony Pierno? I wouldn't have played let, it if I wasn't. Let this play a little. I love this. Let this play a little, right? Come on, Blondie. Donna. Call me any, any time. Well, don't call me any time. Call me these times. Love it. Love it. Good job, Anthony. He's Tony Pierno on Twitter. You want to make sure you stay in touch with him. By the way, your boy Ken Carmen. Anthony is on the list this morning. What do you mean he's on the list? Did he do he's something? He's on the list. Yeah, he did something. Oh, he upset you? He said all four major programs last night on Twitter. Because all four major programs in Florida have won a national championship. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Ken's awesome. Ken Carmen, if you don't listen to him, 10 to 2 Eastern time on Saturdays here on CBS Sports Radio, right after the uh, very, very entertaining Robin Lundberg. Uh, Ken, just trying to just trying to tweak it. Nothing. I'm telling you, if you're talking about the most egregious things I've ever seen in sports, if you're making the list, UCF is on that list, Central Florida. Knowing they didn't win a national championship and claiming one anyway and having the gall to put up signs about it. That is the most Bush League. That is the most Bush League thing I've ever that I potentially have ever seen in sports. Yeah, we just thought we won. We deserve to win. So we're going to put up a sign. We're going to print T-shirts. We're going to make rings. We didn't do it. And somebody else actually did. But we're going to pretend that we did. 
That is as Bush League as 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 truck stop as it comes. Absolutely. Caesar in Dallas is with us early in the morning here on the John Kincaid Show. You knew I was fired up this morning. You heard me. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I got to tune in, John, since the, uh, since the beginning of the show to the end. I'll be up. I'll be up the whole night anyway. You know, I went to sleep around, what was it, 11.30. I was trying to finish off the hockey game. You know, it was so intense. Man. I thought Tampa Bay was going to pull it off. All those shots, they were just oh my uh, gosh. shooting. I was like, it- oh, man, one of them was going to go in sooner or later. And then the first overtime was over. I was like, oh, thank, thank, thank God. And I was second overtime. I was like, I, I got to get some rest because I got to be up by 1 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm, I'm going to shut, shut it down. And uh, when I wake up, we'll, we'll see if we live for another day. And, yeah, and you did. did. You know, and you did. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge hockey fan. But when the Stars are in the playoffs, that's when I tune in. And, you know, I'm in, I'm in for the ride. But, you know, I had to call in and get on them Eagles. You know, you know that, right? Oh, my gosh. Can we? Can oh, I join? Can I? Can I join you? <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! You know, it's, it's open. It's open. You want to hop on the bandway? It ain't too no. late. No. Are you kidding we, me? You know we go. You know we going all the way, John. Say, look, you don't get to play the Falcons and have them. You're getting blown out by the Falcons, and unless they shoot themselves in the foot, you're zero two. Also, garbage. Oh, a hot, man, a hot, know. steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> With a big blue star on it. What are you talking about? My God. Hey, at, least, at least you got a decent quarterback. What, what's you going do. on with Wentz? Uh, what's going on with Wentz, John? I, I wish I could tell you right now. And I'm look, I'm no expert on quarterback play. His footwork is garbage. Garbage right now. He's throwing. He's throwing. He threw two passes last week where it looked like he was trying to be Mary Lou Retton in like the 80s in the Olympics doing like the splits. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you a gymnast or are you a quarterback? Why are you throwing from like a split? His mechanics are horrendous right now. Horrendous. And you know, I, I, I got one. You know, the, the, it, it, I'm not too uh, too um, too worried about the Eagles. You know, because they're playing in the NFC East, just like the Cowboys. So you know, right? We, it, it, it's up for grabs. You know, we're one and one. They're zero and two. So you know, one little skid, and they, the Eagles go on a three game winning streak. You know. It, the, the tables can turn so fast. The division is uh, just so bad. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. It, it's and bad, you're going to get you know, your – maybe you get your teeth kicked in if it's lucky today. Maybe Russell will kick your teeth you in. You know, I, I, I got us winning. I got us winning. The, 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 the Seahawks allow too many yards and too many points. All I right. think we can keep up with them. And I, right. I got us winning 37-33. You know, my you're the man. Around. I got to run. Take care, brother. I love you. See you. JB in Louisville, Kentucky joins us. JB, how are you this hey, morning? Man. I'm just at my retirement job. We're about the same age. I'm sure uh, when we were both in our 20s, we had a harder glass for uh, Oh, areas, yes. So. Now, wait a minute. You're retirement uh, age. I'm not retirement age. Not yet. But I loved I loved. I, I, I'm saying I'm working my retirement job. I'm oh. With, uh, oh. What, so what, what, by, by the way, what what is that? What is what? What is your retirement job? Oh, I work uh, security. I'm retired from the Department of Corrections, and I work security for Johnson & Johnson. Okay, so you're like, you're doing what my brother Doc does. My brother was 28 years in the Sheriff's Department down in Hillsborough County in Florida and Tampa, and now he's working security at uh, at a college, at a, at a, at a college, so the same type of thing. Well, he's he's well, doing I that same thing. To, yeah, and, uh, you know, not too much stress, and... Uh, I've Love had it. those days, and, and uh, yeah, you got to cruise. But uh, 
I just want to say one thing. I work outside of Louisville, but um, we're not the way we're being portrayed is not the way the city thinks or acts. And we're being targeted right now unfairly. And uh, I just hope we all get it together and all come together. And you're being uh, targeted. As, uh, and you're being targeted by a lot of visitors, it appears. A yeah, lot of visitors and, to the area. And uh, if you know, if, if anything, it's the mayor that said that investors with uh, letting the police work without a contract. But anyway, I called in about yesterday. Um, I never. I kept looking up and in, in amazement, especially the Kansas State comeback. Oh my! Oh my God. gosh! That's what I said. That's what I say. And, and, uh, Lincoln Riley. And said, Lincoln Riley has taken some bad losses. And I did rather well at the at the betting window yesterday. I had a couple parlays with Tulane and uh, Virginia Tech. Or right. uh, earlier, Vitek and uh, BYU was easy. Good for you. Tulane. Not that Tulane was somebody uh, earlier in the day. Uh, well, you, uh, Alders. Good job, yeah. man. You stay safe up there, and we appreciate it, buddy. Up there for me. Uh, I, I I can tell you right now that uh, 0-2, and I was pointed out to you a few weeks ago, that 0-2 in a normal year in the NFL, 0-2 is a death sentence many, many times. When there are six teams that are making the postseason. When there's six teams in each conference that make the postseason, 0-2 gives you a really uphill battle. Like 80% of the time, you're not making the postseason. But when you're talking about 0-2, when they've added the second wild card, it leaves everything on the table for you. I mean, it's still, there's, there's everything potentially on the table for 0-2 teams. But let's be honest. Cincinnati, the Jets, the Broncos, okay, the Panthers, the Lions, the Giants. I just gave you six teams in the NFL that after two weeks you know they're out. You know they're out. And then there's others who are dangerously, and I mean dangerously, treading the line of being out of it. And I will tell you right now, my Super Bowl pick out of the NFC, the Vikings, 0-2. The Eagles, 0-2. The Falcons, 0-2. Don't let it get to 0-3, boys, or you'll join that list. Dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. Texans, don't go 0-3. Don't go 0-3, or you'll join that list, too. Normally, I would say 0-2. Everybody talking about shoveling dirt on these teams. Forget it. Oh, and there's an extra team this year. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. We already know six NFL seasons that are over. And, Anthony, I'm sorry about that moment of silence for your Jets. Hey, I told you last week, now you won anyway, but I told you the 49ers were going to smoke the Jets, and that's yeah, exactly I, what Boy, am I, glad I, am I glad I didn't touch that. My eliminator pick this week is whom, Anthony? I heard it earlier. You're picking oh, you the Chargers. Did. Chargers. Yeah, I like the Chargers this week. So you that's should take my, the Colts that's over my, the Jets. Well, everybody, if you want to win money, find whoever the Jets are playing, (laughs) bet them. Jets stink. There you go. There you go. He can sing, hum, or recite almost every TV theme song. 
And he's actually proud of that. Go figure. Back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Ah, little Denny Crane. Get me started on a Sunday morning. All ready for week three of the NFL. We had real college football yesterday. Trey wants me to give some love to the Aggies. Why would I give love to the Aggies? That's pathetic. Another year of people telling me to believe in Texas A&M. Did you watch? No, I'm not giving them any love. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Greatly appreciate it. Um, A lot of things I'm going to get to. But I want to at least touch on this since I teased it. I want you to, if you're a hockey fan, you could share your thoughts. If you're an NBA fan, you can share your thoughts. If you're a Major League Baseball fan, and by the way, remember it was 0% chance to start the season from Buster, uh, 5% chance to start the season from Buster only, and a 0% chance to finish it. You got it, Barry. We made it. Where are all these people? Where are they? Looks like we made it. Zero percent. Looks like we made it. Five percent chance to start the season. Zero percent chance to end the season. Oh, no, they didn't make it yet. There's still the playoffs and and postseason in baseball. The season. And the quote is exactly. Here you go, Barry. Let's hit it together. The season. Come on. Looks like we made it. We made it. All the negative Nellies. All the sports media epidemiologists that knew so much. There are going to be body bags and people are going to be dying left and right. And then how you're going to feel. You glad you got your, your baseball? Yeah, then you're going to have it. Seriously. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. We made it to the end of the baseball season. I got stuff on it coming up for you here on the show. Has anything that happened in the baseball season, though, tell you that uh, this season's put an asterisk on it? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't really count. LeBron gets to a 10th finals. Does that not count? Is that not legit in some way? Tampa Bay, the the terrible disappointment in last year's NHL postseason when they get swept. First, like, President's Cup winner, I think, ever to get swept. And then now they are one win away from the Stanley Cup. Still one win away from the Stanley Cup. They're second. Is that not legit? Come on. 855-212-4CBS. John in Chicago joins us. John, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you? Good. How are you doing, John? Doing well, man. What's going on, John? Hey, question for you. So uh, the 2-0 Chicago Bears, quick question for you. What, yes. is your, what is your over-under on the number of games before Mitch Trubisky gets pulled for Nick Foles? Well, at 2-0, and I'm not touching anything. I, I, I would agree. You got it. Uh, today is a game that I think is extremely dangerous for them, right down the street from me. Uh, extremely dangerous because I don't know that they're going to be able to score enough points to win the game. 
but to me it's it's I'm not I'm I'm not going to you can go to the Nick Foles card, pull that out of the deck once. You can't do it. You can't pull it out then put Mitch back in like after a if Foles was to have a really good game and then have a bad game and then go back to Mitch. You've then screwed with his head for the last time. So to me, you ride this, and I think the 2-0 start gives you an opportunity to ride this a little bit. There's a very winnable game on the table for you today. Very winnable game. That, off- that, that defense for the uh, Atlanta Falcons is putrid. But to me, I would, I would just be very, very worried about it because I don't believe it's the last time when you flip that card and you take the Nick Foles card out of the deck, that's the end of Trubisky in Chicago, in my opinion, and that would be you are riding with Foles the rest of the year. I wouldn't want that. Thank you, John. And I love Nikki Foles. You know that. Our puppy is named Nick Foles. Nikki Foles is our dog, and, and we love her. She's so cute. Uh, Brent in Seattle joins us. Brent, what's going on this morning, brother? Why are yes, you up so uh, early? Hey, hey there. When I call on my landline, uh, nobody will let me on the air, so I'm glad that... Uh, Why is that? I, 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 I have no idea. Um, really? I think it's because I fell asleep on Amy Lawrence's show when I was on hold. I don't know. I guess, but the, okay. the point the the point is that uh, I uh, in Seattle here uh, I was I was a Sonics fan and uh, and I used to listen to uh, national sports talk for okay. thirty years and I didn't and I figured well they talk about the all all the teams we have here like like Major League Baseball and the NBA and the right. and the NFL and the but they never talked about the NHL but I didn't pay any attention to it because we didn't have a team. Now we're going to have a team, and I noticed the Stanley Cup Finals, and thanks for bringing up the NHL because as even on National Sports Talk during the Stanley Cup Finals, when you have a double overtime game, people don't want to talk about it. And uh, well, I think I'm an NHL. Root- I, wor- I worked in the NHL for many years. I worked as a young man. I worked for a guy named Mike Keenan, uh, former coach oh, sure, of the, I know him. the Stanley Cup. I worked for Mike Keenan as a 20-year-old kid. He hired me. So That's pretty I, amazing. And doing video. I remember Mike Keenan used to coach the Vancouver Canucks for a yes, while. Yes, absolutely. I was and a so fan. Mike was a uh, Mike was a is is a wonderful person and uh, a hell of a leader. And then I got to work in the NHL as a broadcaster, uh, radio and television for the Atlanta Thrashers back in the day. So how about that? Oh, so the Thrashers I, never so should have left. I root no, for they the non-traditional hockey markets because no. the Thrashers were always terrible. And now, so Gary you Bettman, have to have them actually win and get in the playoffs before you can judge the fans. And how about, and how about in, no fan support? And how about in the – and there, but that's – they see, that's the big lie. How about this for you? In the last three years, they averaged Boston, New Jersey, Chicago. Those are pretty good markets, right, for the NHL. Boston, yeah. New Jersey, Chicago. The Thrashers were just as good as them at the gate. So that's, I mean, that's, it's crazy, and that, and that stinks. Enjoy your Seattle Kraken. That's a pretty cool. Have you seen the logo for that, Anthony? The Kraken? Yes, I have. Oh, it's that cool? very nice. That is cool. That's a cool-looking logo. It's a cool-looking logo. I like the color scheme? I don't think the NHL needs another team, though. And I'm, I'm not trying to say that. Hopefully that gentleman watches my buddy Steve Bunin out there uh, in Seattle in the mornings on television. Uh, I, I, I don't think, does the NHL need an expansion though? There's a lot of teams already. Oh my gosh. I mean, it just, it's a sport that I don't really know if it needs, it needs to be expanding. 855 cbs 
I was just looking at it and saying, what I, and it's one of the arguments I've had with Shaq on the podcast. By the way, big podcast with Shaq. I appreciate it when you uh, check in on that. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find it. Distributed by Podcast One, iTunes Podcast, you can find it. But we've argued about this. I don't believe anything about I, I actually believe what I've seen coming out of these bubbles has been a, a higher level of entertainment than I ever expected. It's better than I expected. I, I think it's very, very engaging. And I certainly, I'm not going to look at this season and go, ah, that one didn't count. They had the pandemic. Because what I'm trying to figure out is nobody has an advantage. Nobody got, nobody has some sort of an edge. So in a pandemic season, especially when you had asked your team to play in a bubble, you had to ask for immense dedication from your players, tremendous focus and energy put into getting your team back up and running by your coaching staff. Bravo to the NHL. NHL's going to go first here. They're going to crown the Stanley Cup champion either tomorrow night or Wednesday night. And then the NBA will follow along. LeBron will take on the winner of the Heat Celtics series. I say Heat Celtics series because they're up and Celtics will try to even that one up tonight with game six. But we're going to see champions crowned in the next couple weeks. And that is a huge statement to success. And I'll say North American ingenuity. It's a huge statement of success. And now what? Every single conference is going to play college football? I'm telling you. There is a, the, 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 the commissioners of these sports leagues, of these sports conferences in college, they are, have been made to look so, so bad, except for a few of them, by the way they handled this entire thing. So you saw the NHL coming back. You saw the NBA coming back. You saw Major League Baseball coming back. And then you saw... The two biggest conferences in the South, in the SEC and the ACC, say, yeah, uh, check out the credentials of the doctors who are guiding our plan. Check out the doctors. Check out our protocols. This can be done. We'll delay a little bit. And for the SEC, they delayed significantly by three weeks. And then yesterday, you enjoyed big boy college football all across America. And now we have the other conferences scrambling to try to play catch-up. Really, really trying to catch up. By the way, Pac-12, forget it. There shall be no arguments for anybody out of the Pac-12 being in the college football playoff. Absolutely not. Don't even bring it to the table. Don't even waste time. Don't even waste your time. I don't care if a Pac-12 team wins 72 to nothing for five weeks in a row. You're not in the college football playoff. Because what you chose to do was not participate. That's okay. Answer to your constituents. Answer to the fact that, yeah, well, our science was just a little bit different. Well, no no chance. And for the Big 12, 
Yes, we'll hear about it in the fallout, 20 minutes past the next hour. Texas survives. Oklahoma's upset. Oklahoma State continues to putter along. The Oklahoma State offense is like one of Gavin Newsom's electric cars. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm a man. I'm 52. I mean, all of a sudden, Coach Mullet, his offense is like a, a, a leaf in the far left lane blocking me on my way home. Get out of the left lane. This that that's not offense. That's putrid. I think what they did was they opened the door for either the ACC or the SEC to get a second team into the college football playoff. Because Oklahoma right now, they were the only one that had the automatic cachet that I would have thought they're unbeaten, they're in the college football playoff. Now, Who knows? Maybe we're going to get some real uh, shenanigans, some fun and games as we try to figure out who's going to be in the college football playoff this year. But but, but Pac-12, forget about it. Don't even want to hear it. The fallout comes your way 20 minutes past the next hour. There is an amazing dedication to optics by this sport. Plus, in Major League Baseball, huge upset potential. We might have the best week of baseball you've seen ever this week. All coming up in the second hour of the John Kincaid Show. Stay aboard here on CBS Sports Radio. 